Hi, welcome back. I'm Alyssa. This is Cynthia. And uh, as I'm sure you're aware, you're listening to Millennials Revenge. And today we're talking about our personal drug experiences because, you know, quarantine's coming. So everyone buckle up and (laughs) stock up on your drugs. Just kidding. We don't condone drug use unless it's marijuana, which we then definitely condone, or maybe even microdosing magic mushrooms. You know, anything that comes from the ground, I'd say, is a safe bet. But if we talk about anything else, we are not advocating that you take that or do it. Being that a lot of drugs is just legally passed, we decided to talk to you about the good old days when it was illegal. So let's start back. When when, when did you first start smoking? Smoking weed. I um, I was a late bloomer um, in a lot of ways. Uh, I didn't start like doing drugs, which was only which was smoking weed until I was in my latter high school years. Um, like 16, 17 is probably the first time I ever even tried it, and um, it was very like irregular. But also keep in mind, I went to super nerdy high school. Like this place was literally called High Tech High, and um, it just wasn't like. It just wasn't around as much as perhaps in other high schools, you know, like where kids would be doing drugs, like even on campus. Like there was none of that. There was no shenanigans like that really happening at school, at least as far as I was aware. What about you? Um, so my first experience was definitely um, back in Texas um, when I was about, um, I think I was like 15 when I first tried it. Um, it definitely didn't hit me. I didn't get it. Um, all my friends were really stoned um, just because they started crawling a lot and I, I was like the only one that was kind of well off. Um, but when it came out here to Cali, uh, y'all got that good stuff. Um, definitely got really high at high school once. Um, whenever, um, yeah, I was like right out. If you didn't, um, get to class on time, all the, you could either go to detention or like most of us we would just hide out until the next class started um take cover (laughs) yeah yeah like "Mm, i'm good no detention for me um but yeah i remember just getting really high behind the bleachers and any noise just ducking and uh it was it was a horrible experience it was not fun it was definitely very paranoid i was hungry thirsty (laughs) tired just wanted a bed at that time um i know i actually never went to school stoned once like i never ever showed up to like it just wasn't a thing and i mean i'm someone who literally has well we'll get there but i've spent probably every day for the last about nine years since then stoned so (laughs) it's just odd to me i'm like wow i was really like good job in my soberness at those days like good times um yeah i definitely um yeah, I started definitely smoking a lot more weed in high school. Um, I definitely am, like, one of those people at, at this age, um, good old 30s. Um, I definitely am one of those people. I do not believe as teens you should be smoking weed, drinking, or especially having sex. It is not hot. It's not cool. Um, I can assure you it's not a good time. I mean, um, I definitely was having sex before doing drugs. Like, yeah. I definitely had to, it was crossing that one off the list. I feel like it comes, it's like either, huh, comes, um, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so mature. Um, no, I feel like it's like you're either, you either dip your foot into drugs in high school or sex in high school. And doing both, it's like you've hit the trifecta. I was not really doing both. So it was definitely the sex. Um, but well, it, when I was in Texas, I don't know how it was out here in LA, but um, I remember kids were like, my, like, my, my, like, um, classmates, like, 
because I took a uh, sex ed and I was like one of the only virgins and it was like the they they did not believe me they were like, like, loser no. yeah pretty much and I mean I, I remember some of the girls told me like oh I started having sex when I was like 12 I was like fuck I was like god yeah I was like I was still like figuring out like what clothes I like to wear and like I was literally still probably dressing up my American girl dolls yeah, at 12 yeah, so yeah, there was yeah. definitely no penetration at that point thank god and um Anyway, we were here to talk about drugs, not sex. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, but just in hand in hand. Like, let me just be clear. I had a, a really cool friend in, um, in high school, um, and she, we used to smoke a lot of weed. And like, people always assumed she was like, a, like a slut just because she would smoke weed. And mm. I want to be like very clear. Like, you can do either either one separately when you choose to. But I am a big believer that you should definitely wait. It is. You're in no rush, especially nowadays. You're going to get that good shit. You can wait till you're 18. Like, you don't have to get this shitty weed that you bought off this sketchy guy that was trying to get your number at the same time. Like, you don't have to go through this anymore, you guys. It's all good. Yeah, no, when I started smoking weed, luckily for us, uh, weed in California was already um, medicinally legal. And grant and and at the time, you had to be, or even still, you have to be 18 to get a doctor's recommendation um, from a special like weed doctor, which which actually back in the day, the first time I ever went when I turned 18 to get my my recommendation, um, they're sp- they were supposed to give you a full physical and um, and and really like assess why you needed medical marijuana. I remember just being so nervous, like, oh, what am I going to say? Do I have insomnia? I have anxiety. I definitely have all of these just thinking about it. But it's just like... Uh, you know, you had to you had to prove as to why you were gonna do it. So actually, the first time I went, I was in like almost a legitimate doctor's office where the guy had us on like a table. He didn't do anything, but um, and he came in and asked a lot of questions. And like I remember the 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 ceilings, like the the walls didn't go all the way to the ceiling, so you could hear what was going on in the other rooms. The woman next to me was there and she had breast cancer and she was telling this really heartfelt, horrible story about her chemo experience and why she needed cannabis. And then I'm sitting there like a stupid fucking 18 year old being like, yeah, I can't sleep. Um, just really like there because I wanted to get stoned. Um, anyway, so I got my recommendation and um, yeah, so we were we were f- fresh on getting the good shit right out the gate pretty much. I didn't smoke too much bunk weed like a little bit, but what about um like what was moving on from the weed what was like your first uh what did you do after that like what was your first what was the the next step in terms of your drug experiences so my next drug of choice um well it wasn't my choice uh my friends uh brought it up um it was actually crystal meth um i i actually remember watching um it's called uh, traffic, uh, just the same way those kids were doing it on some foil. Um, that's how we were doing it, just smoking right out of it. And uh, I remember asking them, like, um, like what what is this supposed to make you feel? They're like, oh, you, you'll feel it when you feel it. And uh, yeah, I was fucking like, hit, like bugged the fuck out. Um, I was power walking. I was like fucking like just had to be somewhere. I didn't know where it was gonna be, but. Did they tell you it was crystal meth or did they have some kind of friendly like term for it to where you didn't even maybe realize in the beginning it was or were you like literally just open to doing crystal meth? Um, I was not fully aware. Um, just like most drugs, there's not like a handbook around that, you know, explains it. You just kind of go off what your 
mutual peers are doing um i totally regret it definitely um i i struggled with it for probably like um i would say like two two years um i started smoking it by myself i never bought it it was always like you know uh, somebody always had it and it was always in a sketchy restroom there was never like enough lights in the restroom there's always just one bulb holding on and that's right here that crystal meth often involves you doing it in like odd restrooms yeah. like starbucks <laughs> restrooms mcdonald's restrooms perhaps not now with the pandemic bummer, uh, bummer for new crystal meth users but yeah i remember it was always with the sketchiest people i mean i've never met somebody that does um coke or crystal and that they're like peaceful or chill people like it's typically you're not dealing with that <laughs> like um you, there is gonna be it's just i i've never met anybody that's chill on it uh, maybe like one person i can think of i'm not gonna call your name out but you know who you are <laughs> hey you uh wait keep it together i the first i well i have never actually i've never done crystal meth i mean i think adderall is probably the closest it gets it is an amphetamine it's probably it's it's speed i mean let's just be honest um that was a good time but anywho i that was not the next thing i did that uh so my first experience doing anything other than weed was magic mushrooms and it was uh the summer after i graduated high school me and one of my close friends we had a hankering to try it we really wanted to and her boyfriend had some connections so we uh we decided one day let's let's do it so i asked my parents i was like hey can i have some lunch money <sighs> sorry mom and dad uh and they gave it to me and i then went with them and we drove to a shady little house in simi valley that was full of a bunch of like tweaker types now they weren't actually doing meth but they were smoking oxycotton like off of the foil, the whole nine with the straw, like creating little designs. It was horrible. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a fucking drug addict. I started having like an intense amount of guilt just upon arriving to buy the mushrooms. I should have known that this was going to just set up for a terrible experience altogether. Uh, so we buy the mushrooms. We go back. They actually made them into like they did it there. They ground them up, made them into little chocolates and we left. And so her, uh, my friend's boyfriend was older than us, like like quite a few years older than us. And he had, was very experienced doing shrooms. He lived in a tiny little like guest house situation in Topanga Canyon. And I mean, deep in the canyon, like close to the beach Topanga Canyon like it's like really really far in there there's almost no street lights like really bad cell service the whole situation so we get down there and it's like late afternoon and if you've done mushrooms you know you want to start early because if once the sun goes down everything is fucked and so in our unexperiencedness we took each an eighth of mushrooms. Now, if you've ever done mushrooms, you know an eighth is like a decent dose. It's a really quite high dose. And we, there was no like staggering. We literally just ate an eighth of mushrooms like right away. And at first it was really fun. Like the sun was still up and things were starting to happen. I mean, an eighth of mushrooms will make you trip really heavily. You know, you're gonna just, everything is like really fucking crazy. And, uh, you know, everything is breathing and, um, the sky looked cool we were sitting outside and like enjoying our time and we go back inside and the sun at that point is like gone down or about to go down and uh me and my friend start like 
not having a good time. We start having a ton of anxiety and her boyfriend is just like having the time of his life watching like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like turning on the shower, having like crazy steam everywhere. It was horrible. And so her and I start crying and neither of us are helping each other to pull the other one out of like this horrible spiral that we're going deep into. And I start feeling super guilty. Uh, and as I'm feeling guilty, my sister texted me and she's like, you're doing drugs. I knew you were. I don't know how the hell she found out, but she did find out. And that just then sent me into a full on fucking spiral. My friend was like, I miss my family. Like what? we were like losing our minds. And so this is hours in. And I'm like losing it and it's really not going well. I'm tripping super hard, not having a good time. Her boyfriend doesn't give a shit that either of us are having a bad time. At that point, he has a friend come over who like asked us if we wanted to do blow. And I had never even been around cocaine, let alone been offered it. And I was like, oh my God, what is my life? Like I'm spiraling. I just like felt like the worst piece of shit. Even though in reality, I was just a young kid, like having fun, but it was not fun. And so I go to the bathroom and I'm looking at myself in the mirror as you do, which only makes things worse, as you know, if you've done it. And I then drop my iPhone in the toilet and then I'm like fucking freaking out. I'm like, holy shit. Cause I forgot to mention, I freaked out so much that I called my mom who was at her high school reunion for, I'm like the worst child ever. I call my mom and I'm like, mom, I'm freaking out. I took mushrooms. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. I used your money. Like I'm horrible. And, uh, and my mom and my dad, they like, did a lot of drugs growing up and and that sounds bad but like they were just like you know we're like kids of like the 70s and 80s and like just had a good fucking time you know what i mean like good for them you know everyone should have an experimental phase so my parents were like no stranger to this kind of stuff and it was not like how dare you like my, my mom was like oh honey and she was so nice she decided to drive from wherever her reunion was into deep into Topanga Canyon to find me. So now with my phone being dropped in the toilet and not being able to reach me, I have no idea when she's going to be there, if she'll be able to find me. Again, I have no idea where I even am because I, at that point, didn't even drive. So it's not like I had a great sense of like direction. It's like, oh, I'm right past the little town, you know, like I had no idea where the fuck I was. And it was absolutely terrifying. It was the worst experience. My mom picked me up. She ended up finding me. We were on the side of the road, like waiting for her. I was like crying my eyes out. And our the boyfriend's friend who offered us blow is like tagging like trees. It was horrible. And so I was just like, oh my God, this is the worst experience of my life. And I will never do this again. Uh, which I ended up doing it like eight more times and having a bad time almost every single time. And I think it was because I kept taking really, um, (coughs) (coughs) Oh God, excuse me. It's not Corona. I just smoked too much weed. Um, I ended up taking it like eight more times and having a absolutely terrible time almost every single time. Uh, the most notable of which after that initial time when I had a really bad time was when we had, um, I was dog sitting for someone and we had a bunch of people over her house and she had a bunch of roommates who were like way, way older than us. Like, I mean, like I was like 19 at the time and her roommates were literally almost like 50 and they were like, they did a lot of drugs and drank a lot and it was like really intense household. Um, and I ended up somehow, yeah, they're dog sitting her dogs. And so was there 
And we have a bunch of people over. My boyfriend at the time was there. We were just like a bunch of our friends were there. And we, uh, someone brought a bunch of mushrooms and was like, hey guys, like mushroom party, like everyone let's do mushrooms. And it was almost midnight at this time. Now, big mistake. As one knows, you don't take mushrooms that late at night if you are someone like myself who is anxiety prone and perhaps had a bad experience already in this certain similar situation. Um, I, we took, we all took mushrooms. I took less than an eighth. Like I took way less than an eighth. However, I took enough to like for sure feel shit. And so I took uh, my dose and I have a really fast metabolism like anytime and I've I've obviously know this now that I've done more drugs like anytime I take anything it kicks in within 15 minutes I'm like I'm there I'm getting there you know so within 10-15 minutes I remember standing in the kitchen and it's literally midnight and the whole room becomes like like really small like everything zooms in and I feel like oh my god the room just got so tiny it's like one of those things that you would see in like fear and loathing in Las Vegas where all of a sudden your perception of everything is like way different. Uh, so the room gets small. I start freaking out. I'm like, Oh God, I don't feel good already. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh fuck man. It's only been 15 minutes. Like uh, this is not going to go well. So I, I, um, uh, I end up going to the bathroom and I try to throw up and I asked a friend, I was like, if I throw up or the guy who brought the mushrooms, I asked him, I was like, if I throw up, will I feel better? Like, will it stop? He was like, no, you're going to trip harder. Now, I don't know if that's true, but it did happen. I started tripping really, really hard to where I was like, uh, like I, I got a fever actually. I mean, anyone who knows ma magic mushroom is literally like there. It's like, bacteria it's like poison you're like you're poisoning your body in a way that's not going to kill you or anything it's actually the safest drug there is but it is poison so it literally gave me a fever and i've never had this happen before or since but i started i i mean i literally was hot i was you know like cold like the whole thing i was shivering i was like i i, I had to get into bed so i i told my friends most of our friends at that point had left but a couple of them my two, like my boyfriend at the time and uh, my best friend were there with me that night and our one of the roommates ended up taking shrooms too and he was having like a, they were all having a blast together in the living room and I go to the bedroom to lay down and I'm just like having the worst time of my life like crying I think it was Christmas Eve or it was the day before Christmas Eve so we had like I had plans the next day with my family I'm like what am I doing I'm a fucking fuck up like oh my god and so I'm freaking out and the whole room she had a lot of really like kooky artwork and so the, everything was like coming towards me and everything was just like really really intense I'm like oh fuck me and so I end up being able to tr kind of fall asleep but like you know if you have if you're on mushrooms you close your eyes and you're having like closed eye visuals it's like a fucking light show in your head it's insane and so I um I am laying there and my boyfriend and my best friend walk in and they have a uh, a laptop and they're like blasting music and they're um and they're having the best time. And they're like, Alyssa, get up. We're having so much fun. We lit the couch on fire. I'm like, what? I'm dog sitting here. Like, holy shit, you lit her couch on fire? Luckily, I don't think it was bad or noticeable. I, I hope I think she might even still have the couch. But uh it's oh my god I'm like what the fuck is happening and so uh, by the, <laughs> I didn't end up feeling better until like 7 a.m. so it, it was a good six seven eight hour trip of me just in the bedroom like having the worst time of my life and having a fever and just not enjoying anything so that was 
my mushroom experience. And like I said, I've done it a lot more times. The only, the two times I've done it where I've had a really good time were one at Disneyland on New Year's Eve. That was fucking rad. It was a great time. Again, you want to do it outdoors in a very happy environment. You want to be around people you're comfortable with. That time I was only with my sister and my two best friends and we all had like the best time. No one had any weirdness. It was like a great time. And, um, and then another time when I was camping and again with close friends, outdoors, daylight, it was just like a good environment and no one texting, you know, biggest advice I could say is if you're going to take mushrooms, turn your fucking phone off. You will regret if anyone like your boss, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your sister, your mom, your dad, your grandparent texts you while you're on mushrooms and you're on a heavy dose. Most times you're not going to be like, oh, I love them so much. You're going to be like, they know and they hate me and I'm a piece of shit. So that's my advice for mushrooms. And my psychedelic experience was uh, my first time with was with shrooms. That was a good time, but unfortunately, that was also at school. It was actually a terrible time. Now that I really think about it, um, I was actually in detention because uh, I was late to school, and uh, this girl, Myra. <laughs> Um, she was like um, <clears throat> sitting next to me, like also like trying to like I guess write. Um, what was what, what is it like essays? Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting next to Mariah. No. Myra. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to Myra, and um, she was like tripping balls, like. And I asked her, I was like, "Hey, what what, what you got there? Like, what you, what do you got?" she was like do you want some and i was like all right why not <laughs> and i took shrimps and it was a horrible idea because i was at school and i was wearing a hoodie that day and um the hoodie part that goes over your head was like more of like a scarf on me and i i convinced myself i had like a bird or like a crow stuck on my like shoulder <laughs> And I was freaking the fuck out. I literally ran in school, like just all around freaking out. Then the bell rung and uh, we went out and then I guess it was like career day. Um, all these like fucking like jobs and like um, after school programs were all around the lunch area. And um, yeah, I did not respond well to that either, I suppose. Uh, so yeah, that was a bad experience. Um, and then my second like psychedelic experience was um, Hell's Bells. Um, it's it's a plant that like grows off a tree. Like it looks like a flower. Um, and like in the middle, either has like spikes or balls. Um, I don't I don't really remember. And you like basically just boil it and uh, you drink it like tea. You know, just like regular fucking tea. Um, our, my friend David from fucking high school, uh, he's the one that told us about it, me and my friend, and, um, he, uh, told us to, like, come over his place, and then, like, while we were, like, at his place, he, we went to this, like, liquor store down the street, and he got, like, a little, like, E&J e bottle, too, and, like, we're only, like, probably, like, 16 or 17, like, this is just, it, it was all a bad idea, and we smoked weed. Um, so we immediately all started like tripping balls really bad. Um, like I literally was speaking to like a friend, like I thought, um, and I'm having a full blown conversation with this person and like, I look away and I look back and like this, she's, they're gone. 
Like, it's not like walls, like, waving, like, when you're on shrooms. Like, you're literally fucking hallucinating. It's, it, it was a horrible experience. I do not recommend it. I would never do it again. But anyways, uh, David, like, had some family that lived, like, a block over. And it was, like, his cousin's birthday. And he, like, tells us, like, oh, like, let's go over. And we're just, like, you know, we're already, like, tripping. But we're, like, hungry. Because we're high. <laughs> and uh, we get there and it's, like, a fucking, like, children's birthday party or something. <laughs> and we, we, like, walk into the party and we really, we, we looked horrible, I'm sure. Because, like, people looked at us, but, like, concerned. It was not good. And then, um, I guess one of his other older cousins was there, too. He was, like, in our age group. And, um, he decided to do some fucking hell's bells with us, too. And he did not respond well to it, either. Um, he was tripping really bad. And David, like, decided to, um, hose him down. And, like, he just was, like, you know, like, drowning, basically. We, like, stopped him. His, like, mom, like, found him. It was horrible. It was an awful, awful, awful experience. Um, like his whole family was like confronting us, like, what the fuck did he do to him? And uh, so, did uh, hosing him down work? I, I don't think so. I remember him just like his hands, he was like on his, like a turtle basically. Like he was just <laughs> reaching up in the air and it was awful. He was just saying weird, it was awful. It's all feel bad. I hope you're okay, dude. If you're out there, they're, you know, they end up calling the cops, um, in an ambulance. <laughs> And uh, me and my friend who were... Um, this trip just takes such a hard <laughs> nosedive. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Uh, so me and my friend start, like, walking away to the bus stop. Um, and literally, I hear, like, a stampede, basically. And it's, like, almost a whole fucking, like, family party. The police and the ambulance, like, coming right at us and, like, asking us, like, what the fuck is he on? Like, what did you give him? And, like, we kind of were able to, like, you know, like, just say, like, um, we, we all got spiked, like, <laughs> I mean, cause honestly, that's what happened, like, it was David, no, um, but yeah, we all, we, we basically lied about that, um, but, uh, yeah, the, we spiked ourselves, <laughs> um, but yeah, he got taken away to the hospital, and David actually went to jail that night, um, and me and my friend, we got lucky, and the cop decided to take us home, um, and we went to my friend's house and her, and like we basically passed her house like four different times. Like it, we just kept going around and around because we just were tripping so bad. Um, and he eventually found our house, and um, he goes inside and he basically like briefs the mom of like what what's you know what's going on, and like um, I kid you not, like the moment me and my friend walk in, like my friend literally hits every fucking wall in this house, like. She just was falling everywhere. She looked like a fish out of water. Like, it was awful. Like, I was able to, like, basically, like, stand well. Uh, my eyes were pretty, like, shot open. I don't... I was passable, I suppose. Um, but, um... I, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sure looking back... I mean, it was it was nighttime, so I'm sure that helped. No, uh, but I like just I like locked myself in the bathroom, and that's when she knew I was like fucked up too. Um, and um, she eventually called my dad, and my poor father. He like shows up, and um, yeah, like I like convinced myself he's the devil, and like I don't want to talk to him, and like 
like freaking out at a certain point and then I like I realized I was like I'm so sorry and it was it was just awful. Dad? Yeah, I was like I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Um and she, I mean, well, you know, it was a bad trip. It always ends with apologizing to somebody. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, and my fucking friend's mom was so fucking cool. Like she basically convinced my dad to like let me uh sleep over the house um and you know, she'll keep an eye on me and all that. Which I'm sure that was a better option than, like, if my dad were to take me home, I'd probably get, like, an exorcism done on me. Um, but, uh, yeah, and my friend and her mom, like, they basically look like sisters. They, like, look super alike. Um, so in the middle of the night, like, I kept, like, I thought it was my friend's bed, and, like, I kept, it was the mom. And I kept pushing her. I'm like, scoot over, like, scoot over, and you get in bed. And then, like, I sit down and, like, just start tripping too bad and, like, walk away. Um, so this poor mother, um, but the next day me and my friend like decided to like fucking like look it up. Like what the fuck is hell's bells? And like people have gone blind on this shit. Um, I think people have died. I'm not sure. Um, but it's, it's don't ever do something that you can just pick off the street and boil it in some water and be like, let me drink that. Like it just a hard no. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, definitely wouldn't do that again. Have you ever done salvia? I have. And I remember I was in the garage with my friends. Hold on. What, like, what is salvia? I mean, I've, I've Honestly, done it. Honestly, I think it's, it's just uh... like a bunch of like, like fucking herbs of, I don't know what salvia is. Um, it's, it's legal though. It is. You can buy it in like, oh, well, this is, hold on. Am I going to get in trouble? Okay. Well, no, you can buy it in a smoke shop if you're like yeah, 18 yeah. or above. I remember we were buying that shit. Yeah, just for shits and giggles, and we're like, let's see what this is about. Um, but it, but salvia is one of those things that also will make you like hallucinate really hard for like a brief period. Well, they sell poppers, so I mean, it mu- there must be like a legal. For those who don't know, poppers oh. is something that expands your asshole if you like to have butt sex. Um, I don't know if that's the actual purpose. That's what it's used for. It gives you a sl- a, a quick high, though. It, it, it's like a numbing. It's it's like a, a natural muscle relaxant. Like you're, you're, you're fucked up. You can't so, feel anything. But I hear it gives you a headache. Anyway, but um, uh, salvia, uh, it, it makes you trip really, really hard for like a very, for like three minutes. It's yeah, like, serious. it's really, I mean, I, I've taken it quite a few times mm-hmm. and it was always so weird. I, the only time I can really remember vividly was sitting in my front yard and we you and you smoke it like out of a bong and it hits you like right away and you almost become like incapacitated you can't really speak or get up or talk and um but i I was looking like at um the sky there were some trees and all of a sudden the trees and the sky like the trees turned into not the trees i'm sorry like the clouds turned into mickey mouse on a bicycle in like going in a circle like Okay. like going in a clockward motion and, it, and he's like riding his bicycle and there's little like puffs coming off the back like it would it looked like Walt Disney drew my trip it was um it was really it was actually kind of cool but I felt like I was a spiritual. elite it was yeah spiritual um I, I felt like I was a leaf and like falling all while this was happening and once I finally got to the ground then I would stop tripping and I remember yeah feeling like oh I'm hitting the ground and then I like came to so fucking weird but I don't recommend doing salvia because I've had friends like piss themselves on it I've had 
people just like friends break stuff just because you just don't know you have to have someone watching you and even then they can't even control you <laughs> yeah no i i had salvia um we bought it in venice beach me and my friends and I, we like paid very little always in venice beach yeah yeah um we paid very little we like got the like cheap version <laughs> um but we did in my garage and um i remember hitting it and like looking at my friends and be like i don't feel anything and i was just like drooling <laughs> like, like, no if you google if you youtube salvia like like videos of people tripping on salvia we i for, i haven't watched those in so long but they're actually kind of funny <laughs> yeah, no. um i definitely don't recommend something you can pay for like six bucks and smoke it and like you know always say no all right you guys all this message all it's about is trust your drugs like just realize rich people can't afford good drug like we are not the exception so just make sure uh whatever you're consuming or doing is um have the right place and right time and and really just keep it you know keep it safe keep it that's safe. the the, this this is not this to promote is a anything. Dare commercial. Yeah, this, we- <laughs> this is just to to tell you about the hot mess express that we are and how you know. Yeah, just play it safe. I will say though, half it's been a really long time since I've done like psychedelics. I mean, that's a lie. I bought mushrooms over the summer, but they but like for microdosing purposes, and apparently microdosing for like work purposes or like problem solving is really um advantageous a lot of people in silicon valley trip to like solve problems that they normally wouldn't be able to solve when they're just like in their sober mind so i definitely think that there's something to the micro dosing anyways micro dosing is a good time taking large doses not such a good time Anywho, that's our story or our some stories about us taking drugs mostly psychedelics Cynthia with the meth, but we'll leave um, we'll leave other yeah, we'll leave darker times out of this just because we don't need you guys to see us like that. Um well thanks for listening. Happy holidays and <laughs> we'll um you know, this is fucking millennials revenge and we'll see you we'll see you soon. Good luck and Godspeed. This episode was powered by Anchor. Please don't forget to subscribe, download the episode that helps tremendously, rate us five stars, leave us a comment, all the good stuff. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us under Millennials Revenge. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it and we will see you soon.